Blog Talk Radio. My name is James Brandt, and I am live from Clarkston, Michigan, and I'm going to be with you the next hour, pulling down strongholds in the name of Jesus and building a foundation in you from the Word of God. Before we get into that, I just want to say right up front, I would love for this show to be interactive. What does that mean? I want you to get involved. Do you have a prayer request? Do you have uh, something that you want to talk about? Do you have a question, um, anything? You just want a, a discussion about something? Pick up the phone. I'm encouraging you right now. Pick up the phone and give me a call at 760-825-0957. Don't be shy. I've been given this invitation for the last two weeks that I've been doing the show. And I've only had a few people call in. So I want to encourage you, don't be shy. You're only broadcasting to the world here. (laughs) Oh, my, my, my. A couple of announcements here before we get into things. Now, we, I am going to be in Los Angeles, California this Saturday at 7 p.m. I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott at the Santa Ana Airport Courtyard Marriott. Show up West Coast if you're going to be in the area. I already had people say who um, who are from different states. They're like, I'm coming. I'm coming to this revival experience. So, whoa, hey, there's the jet right there. That's the jet that I'm going to be on. That's what I'm going to be sounding like as I'm flying to the West Coast. So this Saturday at 7 p.m. at the Courtyard Marriott Santa Ana Airport. Be there. I am so excited to see what God is going to do. I'm going to share the word. I'm going to share my testimony. I'm going to share experience. I'm going to be praying for the sick. I'm going to be casting out devils. I'm telling you right now, God is going to be there, and he's going to do some mighty things in your life, whoever shows up. Uh, The next meeting is uh, June 30th, Saturday, June 30th. I'm going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That meeting starts at 6 p.m. That's going to be at the Holiday Inn Express South. 
And uh, so we got a group of people over there that I keep saying they are Jesus freaks, fellow Jesus freaks, and I am pumped up to hook up with them. I'm pumped up to hook up with you, and let's just believe God for mighty miracles, signs, and wonders. God said that he would confirm his word wherever it's preached. And I'm going to be preaching the word. I'm going to be believing for confirmation of his word. Amen? Now, I want to announce this. I just added a Detroit, Michigan revival experience. That meeting is going to be Saturday, July 14th at 7 p.m. Mark your calendars now. No excuse for you not to get there. There is plenty of time out there. So it's going to be in Rochester Hills, Michigan, at the Concord Inn at 7 p.m. For more information on uh, the events and all the updated schedule, go to jamesbrandt.org, and you can go to revivalchristian.org. Also, I have a blog and a podcast page. You can get to that by logging on to Revival Podcast. .org. Um, and there I have a email list, a free ministry email list. Uh, most of you, a lot of you, are hooked up and connected with me on Twitter and Facebook. Get uh, subscribed to the email list because I'm going to put the latest schedule updates on there. I'm going to put uh, teachings on the, on the uh, blog. I'm going to put um, prophetic words, whatever the Holy Ghost gives me to put on there, I'm going to throw it on there. So make sure you go to revivalpodcast.org and subscribe to the free ministry email list. Now, I want to talk about something here. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe there's a real enemy? Do you believe that there are real demon spirits in this world? Well, I'll tell you right now, you don't have to look any further than Miami, Florida, and the situation that took place recently down there, where a man was eating the face of another man. Hello, somebody. Listen to me. I, I guess, you know, this man supposedly was, was on drugs or something about bathing salts, something like that. Listen to me, people. If you don't believe that that man who was eating the face of the other man didn't have or doesn't have demonic spirits in him operating, you are deceived. I'm telling you right now, listen to me. The drugs, listen to this. Drugs, alcohol, it, you know, it, those things can, can make you do some crazy things. But listen to me, all, the dr all drugs do and alcohol do, here's what they do. They lower your inhibitions. They lower your defense mechanism. They take away your decision-making. And do you want to know what they do? They make you a puppet for demonic spirits in your life. That is what they do. That is what happened. It simply just wasn't the drugs that made this man do it. I'm telling you right now, that is classic demonic spirits operating through an individual right there. Crystal clear. Crystal clear. You know, it's amazing to me when I go through and I read the word, the Gospels in particular, when Jesus ministered on this earth. I noticed that back in those days when Jesus walked the earth and he ministered, that most people, there's a lot of people, that even recognized when a demon was present in a person. They recognized it. They called it for what it was. But they didn't know how to handle it. Then Jesus come along and he started casting devils out of people, setting the captives free, setting individuals free, and healing them. Did you know that the deliverance ministry, being set free from demonic spirits, is referred to as healing in the Word of God. Deliverance ministry, casting demons out of a person, is simply a branch of the deliverance minister or of the healing ministry. 
So my point is this. People back in the days when Jesus walked the earth, they pointed out, they recognized when demonic spirits were active in an individual and in a situation. But now, hold on. So now, fast forward here to the 19th century, 20th century, 21st century, into the future, the present for us right now. Many people have no idea. They can watch the news and see a man eat the face of another man and still not believe there's a real devil and there's real demonic spirits. Oh, because you know why? Because we have gotten too educated. We have gotten educated to the point that we have totally shut ourselves off from the spirit realm. And anything spiritual, I'm not just talking about the unbeliever, I'm talking about some Christians also. We have totally, we, we've gotten to the point where we're so dignified, yeah, 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 you know, hey, I'm smart and all this, I, I'm so smart, I'm, I'm, I, I have, 32 degrees. Well, let me remind you that 32 degrees is still freezing, is still the freezing level. Jesus used unlearned men. Jesus used the underdog of society. Are you hearing me? But the underdog of society that is baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost will walk in power and do exploits that God will take the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Are you hearing me? That's why my prayer is, Lord, make me more sensitive to more aware of the spirit realm. Teach me about the spirit realm. Because I said it before and I'm going to say it again. That what's going on in the natural realm is a picture of what's happening in the spirit realm. So what most people try to do, they try to pick the fruit of what's happening in the natural realm. And they don't do anything. They ignore the spirit realm. They ignore coming against Satan and evil spirits that are behind a lot of this junk that they're, they're getting attacked with. Or we're just simply opening the door to the enemy ourselves to get attacked. Either way, something spiritual needs to be done. Something spiritual needs to change. I'm telling you right now, our, our education system just even, I mean, just the regular education system, and even a lot of our seminaries, someone might call them cemeteries, but I'll call them the seminaries, or religious institutions, many of them, not all, many of them are putting so much focus on the natural realm. Sure, they might throw in some Bible classes, you know, blah, blah, but listen to me. The real thing is this. If you want, you want the real key to victory, you know what? Let, let, me, let me just uh, give you a shortcut here before you go off spending uh, $50,000, dollars $80,000, okay, at the cemetery, seminary. Be open to receiving from the Holy Spirit. Get in the Word of God. Pray that He would give you understanding, illumination, revelation of His Word. Apply it in your life. And be willing to be a vessel for the Holy Ghost. If you will do that, you will walk in victory in this life. I'm telling you right now, you know I'm right. We have gotten too educated. We've gotten so educated to the point. Many people are totally ignorant of the realm of the Spirit. Totally ignorant of the keys to the kingdom of God and how to operate and even how to use those keys. See, I found this out.
that keys are useless to you unless you use them. And there is nothing more than Satan would love than for you to stay ignorant and keep those keys right in your pocket. And I'll tell you something else right now. There is something about there is something about recognizing the enemy. You know, I, I was I was reading through the gospels and, and you know, you in, in you know, even in Apostle Paul, you know, that demons when he, they would be ministering and preaching even, demons would just manifest. They would they would they would start to convulse people, that that demons would cause people to, to yell out and, and these demons would speak through people. Even while Jesus was preaching, the Holy Spirit showed me something. It wasn't just because Jesus was the, or is the Son of God that these demons were manifesting. Do you want to know what it is? The Holy Spirit showed me this key. Listen to me very closely. Are you ready for this? In the spirit realm... There is something about recognizing the enemy. In other words, what do I mean by this? Say there's a, there's a minister or someone who really wants to keep their head in the sand about demonic spirits and deliverance ministry and all that stuff. They just keep their head in the sand, and they, they just kind of preach cushy stuff to people, okay? Well, the enemy's not threatened by that, all right? But the Holy Ghost showed me the believer that recognizes the enemy, who is not willing to allow the enemy to get a foothold in any, one, in any area where they're at at the time. The enemy, that causes a stir in Satan's kingdom. They recognize the boldness. They recognize the, the fearlessness. They recognize uh, that there's no fear to confront them, and it causes them to be very uncomfortable. And that's why many people, even when I've preached, I'm up there preaching the word, and the enemy knows. I'm, trust me, I'm known. I'm known to the enemy. He doesn't like me very much. And when I've been ministering, when I've been preaching, even some people have... have Demonic spirits have, have um, manifested in individuals. Why? Because the enemy knows that I am not fearful and I'm bold enough to confront them and I'll be led by the Holy Spirit. And I'll deal with them right there. Oh yeah, I will deal with them even in that service. I won't wait. I won't wait. We're going to deal with it right there. Number one, let's just we want to bring uh, freedom and healing to that individual immediately. Number two, guess what? It's good for the body of Christ. It's good for individuals to see the reality that there is a real enemy. And it's, it's awesome for people to see the authority that's in the name of Jesus and the healing that's in the name of Jesus. So either way, it's a testimony. And again, the enemy knows. He knows a person that is coming against him, that's on the offensive, not just the defensive, but on the offensive and willing to run him out of an area and advance the kingdom of God. And it makes them very uncomfortable. My, 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 there is nothing more than I like than to set the captives free in the name of Jesus. I'll be back in a moment.
Welcome back, and I am live from Clarkston, Michigan, pulling down strongholds in the name of Jesus, proclaiming truth from the rooftop. I'm telling you right now, if there's anyone that would like to talk, have a question, have a comment, anything, you just want to participate in this conversation, pick up the phone and give me a call at 760-825-0957. I can't say it enough. There's something about a fearless Christian, one that is not sticking their heads in the sand. Listen to me. I heard so many people say, so many believers say, don't don't talk about the enemy. Don't do anything like that. You're bringing glory to him. No, we're not. We're exposing him. There is no glory in exposing the enemy. The Apostle Paul, the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul told, told us that he doesn't want us to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Yet so many Christians are walking around ignorant or with their heads in the sand. I know it's a job, but someone's got to do it, and that's what we're called to do. I see I have someone on the line here, and I'm going to take them live right now. Welcome to Revival Now. Hello? Hello? Anybody there? Yeah, this is what you get for live radio. There's a caller there. Maybe they had another call. Oh, well. Call back if you want to talk. People, there is no glory going to Satan and evil spirits when talking about them, when confronting them. We need to be bold. In fact, what a lie from the pits of hell. That is nothing more than the enemy wanting to silence believers. The enemy loves nothing more than to go undetected. Undercover. But I'm telling you right now, the anointing will push them up. The anointing will expose what they're doing. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. I want you to look at something here. If you have your Bibles, open them up to Mark chapter 5. Just what does a demonic, uh, uh, demonized individual look like? Well, this is just one instance, and and this is a pretty severe case. I will grant you that, but nevertheless, uh, there's some things that we can take and glean out of the Word and say, hey, uh, you know, (laughs) this is a characteristic of that. Um, So let's look here at Mark chapter 5. It says, Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he, Jesus, had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. That's talking about a man who had a demon spirit. It wasn't saying that his own heart or his own spirit was unclean. It's talking about a demon spirit. Demonic spirits, they're called demonic spirits, evil spirits, or unclean spirits, okay? Um, so that they can be referred to as that. Now, I want you to notice something here, that this man, was, that he came out of the tombs, one key that I've noticed, I've been ministering deliverance now for over 13 years to individuals. And there's one common thread that many of them have, that there's some kind of fixation on death. There's a fixation on darkness. Many individuals are suicidal. Do you know an individual that's suicidal? I guarantee you there is a demonic spirit behind that. And motivating it. I guarantee you that. Why? Jesus said, John 10.10, it's a thief that comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I have come to give life and to give it more abundantly. So one characteristic, I'm, I'm talking to someone right now. We all know some individuals who are suicidal or maybe who have committed suicide. Unfortunately, nobody got to them before they did it. And friends, this is why this, this ministry, this, the deliverance ministry, is so important because people's lives hang in the balance. 
So notice this man, he was in the tombs. He was among the tombs in the cemetery. There was an unhealthy uh, connection to death with this individual. It said, who had his dwelling among the tombs. And then it goes on to say, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. Okay, so now it gives a little bit broader picture of what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with an individual who is really, who is really overcome and demonized here. Some people say, well, um, you know, is it possessed? Is it demonized? Is it oppression? My thing is this: a better termino- the better terminology instead of possessed, because the devil can't own anyone. I mean, especially a Christian, he can't own you. But you can be demonized or um, influenced by a demon in a certain area of your life. Maybe you're addicted to something, um, and it and so. Demonic spirits, there's many demonic spirits on this earth, and each one has a function, all right? Each one has a function. So um, we, we just know that someone can be in bondage in one area, and, and that's where that demonic spirit is focusing in on, on that individual, because that's a weak area of their life. So yes, I'm telling you right now, deliverance is for the Christian, and I have teachings. You can go to uh, Revival Podcast, Revival Christian, org. I have teachings, all this, where I bring you right through the Word. And I'm going to do that on this broadcast, or Revival now, maybe not all today. But my point is this, that this man was going, and he had an unhealthy connection with death. There was a darkness there. That's the first key. I'm giving you some keys of what to look for, maybe in your children, maybe in a friend, uh, a friend's life. All right, and then it said demonic spirits can give people um, super, like a supernatural strength. Here it says that they tried to bind him with chains and shackles, but he broke the chains. He broke the, cha- the, the shackles. That, my friend, is supernatural strength. Because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. Now, you get the picture that this person, come on now, this individual that has demonic spirits in him, it says no one could tame him. He was acting like an animal. It said, later on there, it says he was crying out at the tombs. He was acting like an animal. People, Miami, Florida, a man was on all fours eating a man's face. It was demonic. All right. Verse 5, Mark 5, verse 5, And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out, here it is, and cutting himself with stones. Do you know anyone that's a cutter? There's demonic spirits behind that also. We're reading it right from the Word of God. If you know someone who's a cutter, not only are there their emotions negative emotions behind it, but I believe there is a demonic spirit behind that self mutilation, that self harm. I'm telling you, we need to be aware of this. We need to get our heads out of the sand. And I'll just be honest with you. Many, many leaders in the church don't get involved with this, number one, because maybe they don't, they've never studied it and they, they don't know how to deal with the situation. Or number two, they know how to do it, but they're too lazy to do it because people, it, does, it, it takes work. When you're working with an individual, 
It's not just a one-time deal. I mean, there's, there's a healing process that needs to take place. And sometimes deliverance is a process because the person really – the person – needs to want it also. I'm telling you right now, if a person really doesn't want deliverance, the only time that I see in Scripture where where there's a person that was really set free and they really didn't have any say over it was when they were out of their mind. Okay? They were out of their mind. Hmm. Man, the Word of God is so rich. And the enemy doesn't like this broadcast too much. So we see that self-mutilation, cutting yourself, suicidal thoughts, an unhealthy connection with death. These are characteristics of a possible uh, demon being present. Now... Um, if you have any questions about this, I know this is a really deep subject and stuff. If you have a loved one, a child, or going through something, and you have questions about this, um, feel free to email me. Email me um, at uh, james at jamesbrant b r a n d t dot org. Email me with your questions. You're a friend on Facebook. Message me on Facebook. Maybe you're going through a situation in your life, and, and you're in bondage in a certain area of your life, and you're listening to this message and, and saying, oh, my gosh, could this possibly be a demonic spirit that's motivating this or promoting these kind of actions in my life? If you have questions, I want, you, I want to encourage you, contact me. One of the I want to say, I mean, one of my specialties is the deliverance, healing and deliverance ministry. I've been, the Lord has had me, been using me in it for about 13 years. And we've seen some awesome things take place. And I, I'll, be, but I'll be honest with you. I, I think one of the main missing ingredients in the church today and why the church, why many in the body of Christ are such a mess, because they need deliverance. But they've been told that a Christian cannot be demonized. So you have many Christians who are sitting in churches, and they're just thinking, oh, it's all them now. So what do they do? They go ahead and dope themselves up with some medication. Oh, but then we read on the medication that some of the side effects might be suicidal thoughts. Friend, that's not God's best. God has more of a plan for you. He has better for you. So many Christians, so they, they either don't know about it or they just want to be stubborn and say, no, there's no possible way I could be have a demon where I need deliverance from. There's no possible way. So what do they do? They're, they're stubborn, and they go on living on in the same bondage. And I'm going to say to you right now, how's it working out for you? Maybe the one thing that you've been ignoring, the deliverance ministry, that may be the key to your freedom. It was for many when Jesus walked the earth. Well, times have not changed. It's the same devils that were here when Jesus was ministering. Mark chapter 16 one of the very first signs, he says, is that we shall cast out demons. Set the captives free. Wow. I am very passionate about this because <clears throat> I have seen friends, loved ones, who are dead today. Because the enemy was in their life and no one stepped up to deal with the spiritual aspect of the problem. And it may be because they didn't know. I'm not throwing stones here, but I'm just, we need to tell it like it is. We need to learn from the mistakes of the past. And we need to save lives. We need to bring healing to the people of God.
We need to bring healing to the body of Christ. So Jesus goes in. He he walks, you know, gets off the boat. And this demonized man comes up. And uh, so you can read it for yourself in Mark 5, but eventually this man, the demons, Jesus cast the demons out. And uh, so now Jesus in this man, this man is now in his right mind. Him and Jesus are sitting down. Picture this with me, please. What an awesome picture. This man who was in the tombs, cutting himself, barking like a dog, crying out at the tombs, cutting himself out of his mind, lunatic, sitting with Jesus now in his right mind. So now these individuals in the city, they come. They come and see. People are saying, come on, you've got to see this. You've got to see what happened here. And they seen the man sitting with Jesus in his right mind. And they ask Jesus, they tell Jesus to get out of our town. Leave our country. Go, Jesus, just go. We, we don't want you here. So here's what a religious spirit does in individuals. They would rather see a man barking like a dog, sitting in the tombs, cutting himself. Are you hearing me? Rather than see a, an individual set free. And put in his right mind. What what a deception. So now Jesus is sitting there. He's talking to this man. And, and the man says, Jesus, I want to follow you everywhere I go. Can I, can I just... I just want to go with you. Wherever you're traveling, I want to go with you in your traveling ministry, if you will. And Jesus says, you know what? He says, why don't you go back to your family, go back to your friends, and tell them how I, the Lord, had compassion on you. Go back and tell them and spread the name of Jesus. Oh, my, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost in this place. Father, I pray right now that every person who is in bondage to the enemy, Lord, I pray right now that, that your healing anointing would come upon them. I loose your healing anointing right now, and I command every demonic spirit that is blinding the minds of the people, every demonic spirit, suicidal spirits, spirit of death, every spirit of addiction, lust, I command you to loose these individuals and leave in the name of Jesus right now. People, listen to me. There is power. There is power in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. There should be a demonstration of the power of the kingdom of God. And if there's no demonstration, it's not God's fault. It's our fault. He told us what to do. You just simply go and obey the word and do it. You lay hands on the sick. God will do the rest. You go ahead, you give the command for the demons to come out of those individuals, and let, the, let God do the rest. God is simply looking for a vessel that will be obedient. It's a partnership. It's a partnership. You need to learn how to flow with the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you right now, he wants to use you in such a mighty way. But you need to be willing. Are you willing to take up your cross and follow him and set the captives free. And I'll be back in a moment.
and we only have 19 minutes left in this broadcast. My, 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 this time is flying by once again. But I believe that the Holy Spirit, to those who are listening to the live broadcast and those who will listen to the archive of this broadcast, I believe the Holy Spirit is open the, opening the eyes, opening the hearts of individuals to this all-important topic of deliverance or casting out demons, setting the captives free. Now, let's, let me just talk about this for a moment. Listen to this. The devil cannot make you do anything. Let me say that again. Because many of us who are in the deliverance ministry, other people say, well, you believe the devil makes you do everything, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. The devil cannot override your free will. Hey, listen to me. Just as God will not override your free will, the enemy cannot override your free will. The devil cannot make you do anything. Now, someone's going to say, hey, wait a minute. You just read about the demoniac of Gadara. He was, he was a nut. He was out of his mind. Let me tell you the process and what happens to an individual. An individual from whether in ex- experiences in life, even from childhood, let's say someone who maybe has been abused, neglected, abandoned, their, their, their emotions, a person's emotional state, listen to me, they can be so beaten down emotionally that they lower their guard by their free will, and they just simply become, I'm going to say it like, a puppet for the enemy. They let the enemy have free reign in their life, and they're doing it many times unknowingly. Someone might say, well, I'm just like that. No, no, what it is, you're just so beaten down spiritually, you're allowing the enemy to have a field day in your life. And it is so prevalent. People listen to me. Not just in the world. I'm talking about in the church, in the body of Christ. So I'm going to I bet you this demoniac, I bet you he had major, obviously, major emotional issues. Things maybe that happened to him in his life that brought him to this point of demonization. I we have to step up body of Christ. We need to step up. In fact, if there's any individuals, any individuals listening to this broadcast, you are also a, I'm going to say a deliverance minister, just because we're talking about that, a, a minister who does, a person, a Christian who does minister deliverance in inner healing, emotional healing to individuals. If that's you, I want you to, to contact me um, and let me know where you are because people contact me from all around the world asking, hey, do I, do I know of any deliverance ministers in this area, in California? Do you know of any? I had a, a precious woman of God contact me through Facebook asking if I knew of any in Ireland. I'm like, oh, man, I, you know, I don't. So if you are a Christian, if you are a, person, a Christian who ministers deliverance, I want you to contact me. Go ahead and email me at james at jamesbrant.org. I got several email addresses. You can, if it's easier for you to remember, Pastor James at revivalchristian.org. And I want you to let me know, Pastor James, I am a Christian that ministers deliverance, and I live in this state, city and state. Because my heart breaks for these individuals who are reaching out for help. They contact me, and I have no idea. I don't have connections and all over the place. I mean, I've, I've had individuals who have flown from California to Michigan to be ministered to because they just didn't know of anybody. 
churches that they've gone to said, hey, we, we, don't, we don't believe it. We don't believe you have a, a demonic spirit that's active in your life. And here they're suicidal and cutting, cutting themselves. It's like, come on. God has so much more for individuals. So much more. I, there's 13 minutes left on this broadcast. You have a prayer request or a question. Maybe you have a relative or a child or something that's into something, and you, you just want to talk. Give me a call, 760-825-0957. I think that's what – what an awesome picture. Jesus sets this man free. And this man wants to follow him. I'm telling you right now, when Jesus sets a person free, there is that, that desire. When you experience the love of God like that, there is just that desire that, God, I want to follow you. I want to, do, I, I, I want to, I want to live for you. Come on, if you're over on the West Coast in the Los Angeles area, and you feel like you need deliverance ministry, get to the Courtyard Marriott this Saturday. The Courtyard Marriott right by the Santa Ana Airport at 7 p.m. I'm going to be there for a revival experience, and I want to minister to you. There, There is absolutely no reason why the body of Christ should not be standing up and setting the captives free. I say this. I say deliverance is primarily, listen to me, that deliverance is primarily a benefit for the Christian. All right? I believe deliverance ministry, the, the benefit of deliverance or healing, is primarily a benefit for the Christian, those who are in covenant with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. One door, one way, one truth. Now, through in the Word, there was an instance where the Apostle Paul cast a spirit or a demon of divination out of a woman. She was not a believer. She was not a Christian, yet he cast the devil out of her. This woman was a psychic, and she had a spirit or a demon of divination that empowered her to, to do what she was doing, to do divination. And so she came, and it says that she followed Paul. And Paul's team, they, she followed them around, and she was saying, Oh, servants of the Most High God, and, and, and trying to exalt them and lift them up. Well, really what it was, it was the demonic spirit trying to masquerade itself. See, even demons can sound religious. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, even demons can sound religious. So now it says in the word in, in the book of Acts that Paul, it says this woman did this for many days. And it says Paul became grieved in his spirit. What was that? That was the Holy Spirit revealing to Paul that something wasn't right. That this woman was indeed not of God, but of Satan. And so it said when he was grieved in his spirit, this woman was following him and, oh, these men are the servants of the Most High God. He turned to her and said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, come out of her. And the demon of divination left, and she, could no, she was no longer was able to be a psychic and all that occult junk. Now, that time that I see that Paul 
cast a demon out of an unbeliever was that he had to be led by the Holy Spirit to do it. Now, if there's a Christian that's demonized, do it. The benefit, that the primary benefit is for the Christian. And if that person's willing to receive, minister to deliverance to them. As far as casting a demon out of an unbeliever, I believe you've got to be led by the Holy Ghost. Because it says that if you cast the devil out of an unbeliever, or you cast the devil out and they get back into the junk they were in, it said it will, it will leave and take back seven more. So my question is this, what, what is there to keep the devil out of an unbeliever? Nothing. Jesus is what keeps uh, uh, the devil out of a, of a believer once he's set free, and, and that person walking in the truth, obviously. We have a responsibility in the matter. But this woman was interfering with the ministry that Paul was trying to accomplish. And he waited. Listen to me. He waited for the Holy Ghost to reveal and give him the green light to cast it out of the unbeliever. Go ahead. Read it for yourself. I'm telling you right now, deliverance is a promise in the word, and it is primarily for the believer. I'll be back in a moment. I want to share with you, if you have your Bibles, open them up to Mark chapter 9. I want to show you in the Word of God that even children can be in need of deliverance ministry. A child can have demons. Oh, well, James, come on. No, 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 they can't. Oh, well, you know what? Let, let's go to the Word of God, and let's see what the Word of God has to say about it. Don't just listen to me, but if I have Word on it, now you're responsible to believe it. It's up to you to believe it, but it's all right here. Listen to this. Uh, Mark chapter 9, um, I want to start at verse 17. It said, Then one in the crowd answered and said, Teacher, talking to Jesus, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at his mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. It's like he's having a, um, a seizure. He's having a seizure-like kind of a thing. Now, I'm not saying every seizure is from, the, from a demon spirit, because there can be a medical purpose behind it, but, but indeed, it can be demonic. He says, so I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered and said to him, he said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long should I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him, and when he saw him, 
immediately the spirit or the demonic spirit convulsed him, the child, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at his mouth. So this kid is sitting here having a, a demonic seizure, all right? And then look what Jesus says. He, Jesus asked the father, he goes, how long has, he been, has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And, and the father goes on to say in verse 22, And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. People, listen to me. Do you see this? Again, it ties right in to what I was talking about. That if there is a demonic spirit present, they want to bring harm to an individual. It says this spirit caused the child to try to throw himself. He had a, he, he had a, a, a motivation or, or feeling compelled to throw himself in the, in the water to drown himself or, or to throw him in a fire to burn himself. Anybody that has self-harm. Or any suicidal tendencies, I'm telling you right now, you need deliverance from demonic spirits. And you need emotional healing. Get ready. I believe that the Lord, there's, there's many people listening who have a desire to do this, but they were never taught. Maybe you're going to a church where they never teach on it. They don't talk about it. They don't believe it. I'm telling you, God had you tune into this broadcast today because he has people that he wants you to set free in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that divine appointments would be set up. And listen to me, people. You do not need, you do not need a college degree to do this. What you do need is the Word of God, the written Word of God, and be led by the Holy Ghost. Be filled. Be, I'm telling you right now, be filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, get prayed up. And let's see God set the captives free in the name of Jesus. My, my, my. Father, do it. Use these individuals. I know there's a hunger. I know there's a stirring. There's a man who just popped up on my chat and Facebook who's saying, Pastor James, thank you so much for talking about this. He's had a desire to get into this, to, to do deliverance, to set the captives free. And I say, good for you, brother. Do it. Be bold. You know what? God can handle some wildfire. Let the wildfire, let it go, man. I'd rather have wildfire than no fire at all. But the enemy would love for you not to do a thing. The enemy would love. He would just love for you to forget about this broadcast, go on with your day, and let people continue to commit suicide. Let people to continue to go and living in the trash of this world. Come on now. The devil would love for you not to do anything, but I'm telling you right now, if you will step up and you will do what Jesus did, preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons, there is an awesome blessing in it. And you are storing up treasures in heaven. Los Angeles, West Coast, I will be there this Saturday, 7 p.m. at the Courtyard Marriott, Santa Ana, California. I am so excited for my feet to hit the ground down there in California. And I am excited to, to preach the word and minister Get there. Be there. God bless you guys. Talk to you next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern.